and three, and two, and one. Welcome to The Peaceful Truth, the podcast where we talk about everything from women empowerment, feminism, and everything in between. You are joined by your co-host, Kenzie Meekbeck and Megan Hohart. Yay, another week, another peaceful truth. That's right, girl. Just spreading the truth over here. What are you up to this week? Um, this week I was pretty busy. Um, I went to a collectible pop-up on Tuesday. They have their new spring line. Nice. We're not sponsored by them, but my sister does own it. So I got to empower her. Um, but their new spring line is out. And one of the shirts I really want because it has flowers over each of your boobs. And cute. I just love it. I think it would be so cute to wear on the podcast, you know? <laughs> Um, but yeah, and Chelsea also did her pregnancy announcements in this pink dress that's really cute and mm-hmm. it's adorable. That dress is really cute. And she, one time I saw it with a, with a denim jacket and it was really cute. Oh yeah, it's super cute. And then one of my good friends bought it. And then I'm trying to think what else is new and... I don't know. Just kind of been hanging out, been social, been setting up my house. I've been babysitting Chelsea and Aaron's house this weekend. So yeah, back in snow qualm. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> what about you? Um, my week was good as well. Lots of work, lots of yoga. Oh, um, we went to an escape room for a team building activity. Have you done this before? I've done one with my friends and um, yeah, it was a blast. It's so fun, except we did not get it at all. Oh, really? And they said it was the easiest one and it only has a 30% success rate. I thought that was kind of low for being the easiest one. I know, maybe like 50. So, I mean, we got it. Like we got clues and we, you know, figured out some of it, but we didn't get out of the room in time. Yeah. Man, we did, um, what was your theme? Oh, um, a girl was kidnapped and we had to rescue her. She was attached to a bomb. Oh my gosh, she blew up because of Vegas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and ours was like two rooms. Like you had to get past the first room and then to the second room. And so we got to the second room and they had a mannequin there sitting and she had like on this long nasty blonde wig it was so scary whenever we opened it we were like ah because she was just sitting there in the corner like with the blindfold on Uh uh-uh and we were like we gotta hurry she's gonna blow up oh my god yeah no mine was um pretty dark it was like um getting out of like a horror room like it's like a scary a horror, scary yeah and there was like babies crying and then i opened up a box and there was like a baby's dead body what not and real of course where were you and there was like in dallas and then there was like a crib that was empty but covered in like stuff i don't know it was bad and then one room i like went in and i was like f- feeling a wardrobe like a wardrobe area and i was like feeling it for like clues or openings and someone was in there and then they like hit it really hard as soon as I like touched it and I like screamed so An loud. actor was in there? Mm-hmm. Oh, ours specifically said, we won't have people jump out at you. And I was like, yeah. thank God. Yeah. But yours they did not They didn't say jump that. out. He just like shook the yeah. wardrobe. Yeah. And was like talking. That's fun. Did you guys get out? Yeah. Nice. Not because of me. <laughs> <laughs> I will proudly say, not because of me. So we did one in Vancouver that was kind of like yours, like really scary. And we got out of it, but it was mainly due to like Amanda. (laughs) I figured out one thing. There were um, vials, there was um, 
bags of blood like you know that you see in the hospital and they're hanging from like a metal post and then the blood goes into the for like a blood transfusion yeah and there was numbers on it and there was three bags of blood and then the numbers uh. were like seven nine ten and then that was the combination for a lock so i, I figured that out i hate blood i'm sure it was ketchup i know but i also just hate <laughs> blood but they're fun they're fun yeah they're a lot of fun i know i like being scared sometimes um, kind of uh, talking about current events today, our episodes on current events, but I wanted to talk about how awesome I'm like talking about female artists all the time lately, but Beyonce headed up Coachella last night. So this is going to air a little later, but Coachella, <laughs> she was like, she's the headliner and my gosh, she had like a band on stage plus like a rock band that was only females and, um, like it was just great. It was wonderful. The whole thing was wildly entertaining. She brought out, spoiler alert, uh, Destiny's Child. And the crowd went crazy. Yeah, but I'm not done watching it, so she could bring out more people. Oh, my gosh. That girl. I think Josie came out. She always has something up her sleeve. I know. Gosh, she's so creative. She's so good. (laughs) Um, And it was all about empowering women, actually, the whole thing. So I realize that I am so behind with current like what's going on in the artist world like the pop world and the rap world like I didn't know Cardi B till you told me about her yeah which I looked her up and she is awesome she just lives her life like whatever don't you love her yes and I feel like she loves all of her fans that are like super nice to her she lifts them back up too and she's only 25 and then the ones that hate on her she's just like sorry bye like she just like doesn't she's just like okay that's fine bye like whatever and then um i really like cardi b and then yesterday there was like this buzzfeed here's what everybody wore to coachella and i was like scrolling through it and it were it was all these names and i literally had no idea who they were i probably don't know a lot of them i'm like very basic basic as i'm drinking my starbucks here i'm very very basic so i don't know a lot of it i know like big pop culture stuff yeah, I was like, where? who are these people? I have no idea who they are. That's awesome that they're wearing this to Coachella, but I do not know who you are as a human being. I'm like the worst. I would, I don't, I like, I like live music, but I don't like um, being touched by other people and in like consolidated crowds. crowds. And it really gives me, it just really freaks me out. And um, plus I'm tiny. And so my like people can really push me hard and it really hurts, you know, and I've just been in a bad match pit experience one time, but like, um, so all my friends last night, they were like, gosh, I wish I was at Coachella. And I'm like sitting there watching the live stream. Like, this is exactly how I want to attend Coachella. I would never want to go in a million years. I'm sorry. I wouldn't. In the desert. Like, you're hot. People die. I think at least one person dies a year due to drugs. Mm, yeah. Like, why? Like, like, it just sounds not fun. Call me an old lady. That's fine. I think we're both old ladies. But, but I'm like... Well, you are really young and you should want to go. I should kind of want to go still. I'm like not 30 yet. And I have zero interest. I'm only two years younger than you. I know, but that's the prime of when these people go. And I'm just like, this sounds terrible. I would never want to pay money to do that. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. I feel like a couple of years I would have, but not now. No, not me. 
Okay. So we're talking about current events. Um, I saved like my positive current events for last. Me too. Oh, good. So do we want to do every other one? And do you want to, do you want me to go first or you to go first? I'll go first. Okay, great. So this one, it's, um, and it's about women, current events about women, (laughs) current events about women. So this one, I just wanted to uh, raise awareness similar to what, um, this young lady did. So this was a story that was published last week. I got my info from NBC San Diego. So while studying abroad in Spain in November of 2013, Gabrielle Vega and two of her friends booked a weekend tour to Morocco through a Spanish-based company called Discover Excursions. So a man named Manuel Blanco Vea was the leader of the tour, and Gabrielle described him as being really charismatic and just making them feel super comfortable and just fun to hang out with. So Manuel warned the girls against leaving the hotel at night due to safety concerns. I mean, it is Morocco and suggested that they had dinner and hang out at the hotel that night instead. So on the last night of the excursion, Manuel suggested they have drinks in the hotel room and Gabrielle and her friends um, that Gabrielle and her two friends shared and they all ordered some champagne. Gabrielle recalled that he had his back turned to the girls as he poured them champagne and things quickly escalated from there. She recalls feeling woozy and falling asleep really quickly. Um, When she got up to use the bathroom, she remembers um, him following her into the restroom and um, performing some sexual acts on her before she passed out again. Um, The next morning, she had flashbacks flashbacks of the assault and was sure that he had put something in her drink. Um, When she returned to Spain, she mentioned it to one of her friends, um, what had happened on the Moroccan trip. And the friend recalled that they were in the bathroom together for almost 30 minutes, but she kind of just remembers like bits and pieces of it. Um, She didn't report the assault to the police and she was too ashamed to tell her her parents. So she ended up dropping out of school she went to florida state university she ended up dropping out of school and she spent years in therapy um gabrielle finally wanted to tell her story on a facebook post that she did in december of 2017 um after she had heard other victims that came forward from the same tour the same man after her facebook post she was contacted by eight women who said that they were also assaulted by manuel Gabrielle's attorney said that another dozen women across the United States has contacted his office since this story aired on the Today Show. Um, Two Florida State University students who were also assaulted last spring by Manuel during a weekend trip to Portugal while studying abroad in Spain filed a report with the school. They were told by local authorities that he would likely not be prosecuted because of international limitations. So the students were American. The attack happened in Portugal and the um, and it was reported in Spain. So like three different countries going on. So that happened in Morocco. This is a different set of group. Oh, okay. This is a different. um, Yeah, he would take him to Morocco, Portugal, like he would take them all around. And so like multiple groups are coming forward on multiple different trips. So uh, Gabrielle reached out to Discover Excursions, where Manuel had worked, two times after she posted on Facebook, but they never responded to anything. 
Um, the company that did uh, respond to Gabrielle's attorney in an email that said, quote, people involved in the case are no longer employed by them. So they're saying that for sure Manuel is no longer employed. And then they did say people involved. So maybe more than one. Um, here's a quote from Danielle. I just want women to be able to experience the world without fear and to be free to be who they are without having the fear of being attacked by the person who's there to protect you. Most rapes, I'm pretty sure, don't quote me, I don't have the statistic, but I've heard it multiple times, most rapes happen by people that you know. Yeah, and and he was charismatic. He, I mean, he was there to, to show them this country that they'd never been to before. They were putting all their trust into him. And now all these women are coming forward. Wow. Dang. That's intense. Okay. Moving on to the next one. Um, I am going to talk about the abduction of young school women um, in Africa. Um, and bring back our girls is that famous hashtag. Do you remember that mm-hmm. movement? Mm-hmm. So I want to give one an update. And then two in February, a second group was also abducted. So February of this year. Yeah. Okay. Um, And I just feel like, yes, Bring Back Our Girls was a huge movement, but I feel like they're still gone, a lot of them. And I just feel guilty almost that society seems to not be doing, like, how have we not found them, you know? And how have we not rescued them, you know? Like, how can they keep, like, over 100 women and keep them in captivity and no one be able to find them? Like, how... Is that possible, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know a lot about the relations with Boko Haram. Um, did I pronounce that right? The Islamic extreme, extremist group. Um, but, yeah. I just don't know how we... I mean, I'm sure people are trying, but I, I just don't know how. Um, and I feel like we should raise awareness and really think about these girls often um, and just live our best lives and empower women as much as we can for these girls and also donate and bring awareness. I think that that's what, you know, we can do. Um, and I also think that it's one thing where everybody talks about it when it's happening or whenever it's on the forefront of our minds, but similar to a lot of other, I mean, new news happens and then that's the forefront of our minds, you know? And so like you mentioned, um, keep, keep on remembering them and keep on talking about it. Yeah. I just think it's, Horrific. Anyway, um, so this is the four-year anniversary today, or yesterday, actually. Um, it was uh, April 14th. We're filming on the 15th. Um, so it's the four-year anniversary of the first uh, abduction. So it happened in Nigeria. Reports of schoolgirls getting abducted. Um, it first started in 2014, and I'm going to butcher a lot of these pronunciations, so I apologize. It happened in Chibok. Is that how you say it? Um, by militant uh, Islamic group Boko Haram. Um, 276 girls were kidnapped and it started a social media campaign, Bring Back Our Girls. I believe I got a lot of this information from BBC before I get started. Okay. Um, so 200 and, uh, So it was attacked by a government. They attacked a government boarding school and the gunmen went in and raided the boarding school in the night in the dorms. They loaded up 276 girls, but only 219 were taken away. Um, girls did escape. Uh, militants had said to one of the escape 
those escapees that survived that they believe that educating women is equivalent to prostitution like it leads to that somehow or I don't know what he meant by that because that doesn't make sense but it's an extremist group right um so two years and nothing was heard from those women those 219 women but then an army-backed vigilante group found one of the girls with a child close to Boko Haram stronghold. So that means she was impregnated. Um, likely. I don't know if that's her child for sure, but it seems like it. And then two others were escaped in 2016 and 2017. And then in October of 2016, 21 were freed following negotiations um, with the extremist group. Then in May 2017, 82 were released, leaving the count to 113 but there's also reports now that it's 112. So I might have missed like one of those escapes or someone finding something else out. Um, there's also some reports that some of the women may have died. Um, so what exactly happened to them during the induction? So this is uh, according to New York Times, the group is known for beating, raping and enslaving their victims. A USA Today article by um, Ali Bar Abu. Bakar, maybe, and John Dyer says one of the victim confirms that within the article that she was raped and beaten. Um, and what are the women doing now that they survived? So let's celebrate them, the women that survived, and they're doing awesome. Several of them um, aren't letting them steer them away from education, even though that's why they were abducted originally, and uh, or that's what one of them said allegedly. And now they're going to college. Um, so I wish I could talk about every single survivor mm -hmm. right now. And maybe we should do a later episode more about them. But yeah. Yeah. Um, so it happened again this year, though. So 110 were abducted after a suspected Boko Haram attack in northeast Nigeria. It occurred back in February. Um, <clears throat> so armed men armed men attacked a college in Depachi in the Yobi state. I don't know if I'm saying this correct. And it's a government college again. Um, and according to CNN on March 21st by Stephanie Busari and Bukola Abadeo, most, um, sorry, I just lost my place. Most of the girls were released. Um, 104 of the girls were dropped off at that most recent attack. So 110 were abducted and the most recent attack and 104 were released. There's still six missing. So I don't remember. I obviously remember hearing about the big one that happened four years ago, but there, that second one that happened was almost just as many people. I mean, that's still a lot of women. That's why it made me mad. I feel like we didn't hear about it. Yeah. I mean, a few articles I saw it on like American and I feel like America can like the news out the news media can do a lot better from a journalist perspective because I uh, am a journalist um this is obviously an editorial based podcast but I still consider myself a journalist and um I feel like we could have done a better job covering world news because these girls really need to be highlighted and really need every the whole world's help mm -hmm. I mean and then the fact that we, I guess we were too busy hearing about something else for this to come to the forefront of the news. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could be a vigilante, like shave my head, act like a dude and go over there. <laughs> but I feel like I would stick out like a sore thumb still. <laughs> so um, the next one I have is positive. You two? Positive. Let's go up. Yeah, okay. mine's positive too. <laughs> 
So this is from the end of 2017, <clears throat> so still relatively new. Um, I found this article, the top 10 wins for women's rights in 2017. Woohoo! And this one um, that I wanted to highlight was that more women peace builders in the Democratic Republic of Congo, DRC for short. So in 2017, we saw major achievements for women's leadership in peace building in DRC. The women's group organized a Congolese Women's Forum for Peace and Equal Political Representation in September of 2017. Um, A couple of weeks later, 80 local women were included at the table alongside militant groups in talks in the Kasi region of DRC. This has been a hotbed of violence. Women made up to um, women made up close to 20 percent at the table. So that's a major step forward, considering that in the past it's probably been more like zero percent. Wow. So awesome work over there. Well, that's awesome. Yes. What's your positive one? My positive is Saudi Arabia had its first fashion week. Dang, cool. Oh, cool. It was a women's only event, so only women could attend. My information is all from NPR. Um, so this is from Jackie Northam. Um, so it's a very conservative area, this kingdom of Saudi Arabia, especially for women. Um, on but lately they've been wanting to do new entertainment opportunities in the kingdom. So um there were significant delays because people had issues via for travel issues and getting visas and so the event happened two weeks later than originally planned but people still attended the women participating the models were mainly russian and eastern european models um women in the country just to kind of give a perspective of how groundbreaking this is um, to have a fashion event so women in the country often wear black and only show their eyes and hands um, in public and this is called an abaya i think um so photos have been taken inside the tent had to be cleared by the government oh if to be taken uh in the fashion show yeah so if any photos were released they had to be go through the government um saudi women might um might wear some of these fashions in private so they really love fashion actually and they love like the women like love accenting their eyes and stuff is what some of this article said and but in private they're like super fashionable and they love fashion so this is a awesome fun like event i'm sure that must have been so much fun um and but the kingdom is highly conservative this is a quote from the article and there are restrictions on what types of clothes can be exhibited at the ridaya or Rayada show um so no cleavage nothing above the knee and nothing too transparent the audience was female only um so kind of as some background why this is the first event of its kind the kingdom is still highly conservative and there are restrictions on what types of clothes can be exhibited at the show um but yeah so i think it's pretty cool though it sounds like an awesome step for them yeah for sure and a fun event yeah. Do you have any other things? Are we good to go? I think we're good. Awesome. Well, we wanted to highlight some current events. I kind of want to start doing this more. I think it's important for us to do like a current events episode for women. And one to raise awareness and then one kind of positive. Exactly. All right, ladies. Well, keep rocking 2018. Nice. Bye. Bye. Bye.